Welcome to Pawtastic Friends, the Paw Talk. In this podcast, we visit with Pawtastic Friends founder Michael and Melissa Novelli about their passion around providing enrichment training for rescue dogs. We'll tell the stories of Pawtastic Friends through their work with rescue dogs. There are some heartwarming stories. There are some heartbreaking stories. But I know you'll enjoy this podcast, Pawtastic Friends, The Paw Talk. In this episode, we talk about Alex, Sam, and Charlie. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox back with Michael and Melissa Novelli for another episode of The Paw Talk. Hey, guys. How's it going today? Great. How Great, are Tom. you? Thanks for having us again on The Paw Talk. The Paw Talk. It's now the internationally famous Paw Talk. We're going to have millions and millions of listeners and people supporting and helping get more dogs homes. I hope so. I hope so, Michael. So first up today, you guys want to talk to us about one of the great dogs that's available for adoption, Alex. Melissa got to meet Alex yesterday and I just got to meet him today. And wow. Alex is awesome. Actually, I met him three weeks ago. Alex has quickly stole my heart and he is well over a hundred pounds and he has a sad story. Alex's owner just passed away of cancer and he was living in the house because unfortunately they reached out for help and we have such a problem here in Las Vegas as I'm sure it's all over and no one was able to take him in. And my friend Lori had mentioned him and said, keep him on the radar. And he had such a wonderful group of human friends that rallied for this dog. It was just really amazing to see this and see everything that they have done for this dog. They went over, made sure he had food. They took him to adoption events. They did whatever he could. So he started training a couple of weeks ago. And when he first came into the center, he was a little shy and uncertain. And then I picked out, I brought out the heavy artillery. I brought out the puppuccino and boom, that was it. So he was eating the puppuccino and he wasn't sure at first he's what's this. So I had some on my fingers and he licked my fingers and then he's like, yeah, this is pretty good. Then I sent him home with some Kongs with peanut butter and his caretaker who, who has been seeing it through that he has a chance since he lost his owner, brought him back and he's, wow, he loved it. The second time he was here, you started to see his tail wag a little more. You started to see some excitement. But when he came yesterday, he was so happy and it was so awesome to see him playing with Parker, who was his trainer, and just playing like with the rope toys and playing with the balls and just being a dog. And my friend Lori was able to take him into her facility. And so now we're going to be rallying. His team just grew bigger because we're going to get him a forever home. And he just... It was just a wonderful story and his owner had him for two years after his other dog had passed away of cancer and the owner also had cancer, went into remission and that's when he got Alex and unfortunately his cancer came back and so Alex was left without a doggy dad 
And, but it was just amazing how this team really rallied for him. And what's great now is he's part of the, as you labeled it, the Puppuccino Mafia. <laughs> so That's we're the Monday crew. Yeah, we're all going to do what we can to help him find a new home. Could you say a few words about, we've talked about dogs who have may have lost uh, one of their companions, a brother or sister, or another dog in the family. What's it like, though, for a dog to lose their master, to lose their human companion? And how have you seen that affect dogs? We talked about Max before he lost his owner and he stayed by her side for five days. And there's a loyalty and there's a bond between owner and their dog. And I suppose any animal and you just do your best because they grieve too. And they grieve in different ways than we do, but they feel sadness. They feel emptiness and they feel like a void in their life. So that's why this team rallied for Alex and want to give him every opportunity so he can become his very best. And the sad thing is that bigger dogs, it's harder for them to get adopted. And, but I told him yesterday, I said, you don't worry. I said, cause he's got a team now. And I said, and he's becoming one of my favorites and he just laughed, but they grieve just like we do. And it takes time to build their spirits up. And that's what Potastic Friends does. It gives dogs a hope and it gives them a new beginning and that, that faith that, hey, things are going to change. Next up, we've got Sam. Tell us about Sam. So Samantha's new to our program and she is a young baby. She's a great Dane and she is phenomenal. She has so much spunk and so much energy. She's with our partners, Crazy for Paws. And Linda is the founder. She has her in the house and her and one of the other foster dogs, Hope, they're like inseparable. They're romping around, they're playing, they're just having so much fun. And she's a great dog. And again, another, although young, she's going to grow. And just really deserves a chance. So if there's any great Dane lovers out here, Samantha, Sam for short, she's your girl. And what was great is they posted a video the other day of the dogs playing in her yard and she says, Sam doesn't know how big she is. She's a big great Dane puppy and a great Dane puppy is like a small horse. It was a great video to see her play. Yeah, they're just a little puppy inside. Yep. We have one dog that has been adopted for this episode, and that's Charlie. Tell us about Charlie and his forever home. Oh, Charlie. He was a lover. He used to come on Tuesdays, and he went into foster because Shelter Life didn't agree with him. He was starting to shut down and become sad, and he had no interest. He was with the shelter, I believe, since January of this year. And he went into this amazing foster, and his mom never wanted to miss an opportunity as foster mom. So that meant bringing him to training. So I was able to adjust the schedule to accommodate her days that she was available. And she worked so hard with him and Melissa, who was his trainer, they just really didn't miss an opportunity for him. He went to socializing classes. He came here and the foster mom had to go out of town. So he went to a temporary foster. 
and she brought him here and she said they just said take him to potastic friends but she wasn't aware really what was involved so we invited her in and she participated in the couple classes when it came time for charlie to go back to his foster mom they just couldn't let him go and so the temporary foster ended up making him a part of the family and we gave him a couple sessions to help them so he could acclimate into his new home and just phenomenal family he is awesome he got to go home with his little doggy scarf as well and just is living his best life that sounds sounds great here's what i wanted to ask for the tip for this episode in an earlier episode we talked about the aqua the aquatics the water what tips mike or melissa could you give pet owners about introducing their dogs to the water and making sure they're not only safe, but also comfortable because I've had dogs that didn't want to get near the water. I've had dogs that were reluctant, but could be coaxed in. How do you counsel a forever home around dogs and water? And safety is number one. Like our dog, Bridget, she was a Weimaraner bully mix. And you would think she would love the water. We put her life jacket on it and she just didn't want nothing to do with the water. I would hold her like this and she'd do the little paw thing. Bentley, on the other hand, 90 pound pit bull, let's go. So safety's number one. And some dogs just don't like the water. Like we wouldn't bring Bridget in because it would stress her out. So don't push the issue. Your dog will take to the water if they like it. If they don't, you'll know. But safety's number one. Always life jacket, even like with humans, wear the life jackets. And be very cautious of pool covers because- yeah. If they don't know that it's a pool cover and they step on there and they're not being attended to, all it takes is for a second, just like a child to drown, a dog to drown. And especially if you have a new dog and you have a pool, don't let the dog go out there by themselves. They, you know, what if they fall in? We see videos all the time of dogs in a pool and sometimes they get saved and unfortunately sometimes they don't because people were paying attention. All right. We are at the end of our time for this episode, but before we leave, if our listeners wanted any more information on Potastic Friends, where can they go? They can visit our website. It's potasticfriends.com. We're always looking for new sponsors of the dogs and people to donate because we are a nonprofit. The only people that get paid is the landlord, our trainers, and the utility. Melissa and I work full-time along with a lot of our team members. Please donate and help the cause. We are up to 619 dogs that have been through our program get adopted. So we're pretty proud of that number. I remember when we were like excited about 100. So a thousand's right so around. I. I remember right when we were excited about 20. Yeah. Yep. Okay, guys. I look forward to our next episode. Thanks so Thank much, Tom. Thank you. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you'll consider a donation to Potastic Friends. They perform a great service. They're great people, and they enrich the lives of dogs, of people, of their trainers, and a wide variety of others. I've linked to Potastic Friends in the show notes. You can check out a video of Darling if you're interested in taking a look at adopting her. Potastic Friends, The Paw Talk is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.